We're back. I'm Drew McGarry. And I'm David Roth. And uh, coming in September 2020, a new site we have built together called... Defector. Defector, and we're going to have a new podcast to go with it. This very podcast, which has the name... The Distraction. It's out right now, and it's available everywhere else you get your podcast. At Stitcher, Spotify, Apple. Go listen right now to The Distraction everywhere. It's out right now. Go listen. See ya. Bye. So to be honest, I didn't know if I was going to be about this podcast life when we were first presented the opportunity for it. Deadass? Deadass. I just didn't know. Full transparency, me neither. (laughs) Had no clue what podcasts were about. But if it weren't for you guys, we wouldn't be here. So we just got to thank y'all. Deadass. For real, for real. We love y'all. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellis's. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. (laughs) Oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we Mm -hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. When we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take pillow talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts now. This story is about a young man who pretty much made me realize the impact I have on people with the things that I say and the, the way that I live my life. And, well, I watched him grow up. I was his mentor in the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, His name is Rob. Okay. His name is Rob. And uh, I've been Rob's mentor since he was about 14. Wow, we've known Rob that long. Yes, we've known him that long, yes. 14. Yes, and, yes, um Rob, you know, it's, it's him and his mom. Every Ever since I've known Rob, it's always been him and his mom, him and his mom. And she's always thanked us for being, you know, great influences on Rob. And now Rob is 24. Yes. Rob has graduated from college. A whole decade has passed. Rob... Is having a baby. Yes. I just found this out too. And Rob is getting engaged. Is he? Yes. And it's funny because I realized the influence I had on people's life when you asked Rob about being married or being with a girl or being monogamous. And that was not in his thought process. Mm. But now he says after seeing not only me, but us. And the funny thing is, it's not just the influence I have, but you. Mm-hmm. How you rock with me, how we build together and how he asked the two of us to sit down with him and his girlfriend mm-hmm. about building what they want to build. Mm-hmm. And now he's on that path of trying to build something and build a legacy for not only himself, but for his family. That's when I realized, like, wow, what what we are doing collectively is really impacting the younger people. Seems like yesterday we used to rock the show. Hey. I laced the track, you locked the flow. Hey. So far from hanging on the block for dough, okay? Notorious, they got to know that. Life ain't always what it seemed to be. Words can't express what you mean to me, even though you're gone. On break. We're still a team. Hey. To your family, I, I fulfill, fulfill your dreams. dreams. In, In the future, future can't wait to see if you open up the gates for me. Reminisce sometimes. Hey. The night they took my friends to still here. But it plays again Hey When it's real feelings It's hard to conceal Can't, Can't imagine, imagine all the pain, pain I feel. feel Give anything to hear half your breath You know I'm still living your Every life After dead I ass Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh Every move I make I'm doing my ditty dance hey. Right now Single 
day, uh-huh. every time. We gonna I miss cry. y'all. We uh-huh. gonna be missing you. But we gonna be you. back. Hey, we gonna we'll be, be back. back in September. Hey, we gonna be back. Missing uh, you. We gonna miss y'all. We gonna miss y'all. But we'll but be we back. We gonna be back. Hey, uh. hey. Oh man, <laughs> I can't believe it's gonna be over. <gasps> Season one went so fast. It did, man. OMG. We're going to miss y'all. Kay, I'm going to miss you when we're going. Because Kay don't talk to me unless we come to the podcast. You're such she a liar. Nothing to me. <laughs> what? Because I got to save my breath for you. Um, you know, you be a You should have saved your breath just now. Did you brush your teeth this morning? Don't don't disrespect Ooh, me, Val. You, you said Do all not disrespect this. me. Oh. All right. Dang. You can sit on the other side of the table if you want I to be I think rude. I will. Don't say no words that begin with the letter H. Yes. So You being all rude and whatnot. You no. know what? Sit over there because today, this is our last episode. Fine. I'm gone. We're going to go into some listener letters, all right? So we're actually going to dedicate this show to all of our listeners and supporters. We get a ton of listener letters all the time. And we figure, what's the best way? To go out this season, season one, then to do a show dedicated to you guys, which means it's going to be just listener letters. Absolutely. It sounds good. Yeah, I think it was, yes. it was perfect because we do get so many listener, listener letters in and it's impossible to answer all of them. But we figured we'd pick out a couple and we just, you know, give our take on it. Again, you know, we don't profess to be experts on anything really, but we'd love to right, give our right, little right, two right, cents right. if it's going to help you out. Um, so we're going to take this episode to answer a few of them. Um, I know we got a ton of feedback when we posted the question about curfew and marriages. Yes. I posted that on my Instagram page and people were like, what? Curfew? The word curfew. You know, that, really that just, people it the sure wrong as way. hell did. The C word. The C word. But, you know, I think the common thought and the common theme throughout the comments was that it's not technically a curfew. It's communication. It's being respectful um, to whoever's house it is you're coming in or out of. And, um, you know, that makes sense because we said the same thing. Yeah. And like, they just, they didn't use the word curfew but they pretty much said the same exact thing (laughs) they just don't like saying the word and i realized there was a lot of a lot of women who were in there saying no no curfew no curfew y'all think curfew is not the right choice of word but they better not let the sun beat them home that was one that stood out to me or or there was one message um there ain't no curfew but he better be in by 11 o'clock right there was one message from um my girl ty davis shout out to ty she's um actually on the shy um the show and she and i go back to pageant days and she was just like i don't give him a curfew however i would like some uh food piping hot at my door by uh 12 45 you see that 12 45 I, I just so see happen to be hungry. I need you to bring me a meal, a whole meal. You know what's funny? <laughs> a lot of the dudes didn't even say anything about the curfew thing. And a lot of dudes never even mentioned that they put their girl on the curfew. Why is it that women have to feel the need to put their men on the curfew? Why are you so controlling? It's not even a cur- it's, it's just a courtesy thing. It's I mean, you think it. about it. I mean, if you're out... All right, you're out and about. Just shoot a text message to check in. Another thing that stood out to me were women saying they're fearful, particularly black women, fearful of their men being out past a certain hour and potentially being harassed, pulled over by cops. With the current climate in in, in America and all that. So it was a safety thing. It can be a safety thing. That was a great excuse there. (laughs) <laughs> that was that was a great excuse there. So we can't we don't we're not entitled to be worried about y'all. I didn't, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. So what time does she come home? No, because you don't communicate well when you're out. You we see re- this? We've already discussed that. You always that. bringing up old but stuff. I'm not bringing Why up you old gotta stuff? bring up old what, stuff? Though? What I'm saying is is that we need to have the same energies. <laughs> okay. If you're worried about me, how about you let me worry about you? I okay. So there's a, mu- a mutual worrying about that yes. happens, which I think is fair. One funny comment that I liked was someone said, my mama said, ain't nothing open at night but legs. 
mad funny. Seven <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> oh God, you're so stupid. <laughs> this is a funny thing. Women always think that if your man is out late, he's out doing something he's not supposed to. You could do whatever you want throout the day too. That, that is being true. out late don't stop nothing. You know, sure no, no, as don't hell make don't stop happen. it because because she can get done during the day. Absolutely. Or at Lunch night. breaks, morning breaks. Oh yikes! You see what I'm saying? Like that's a whole nother show. My thing, and we talked about this too with the curfew thing in New York. The the culture is different. Yeah. Clubs don't even get popping until one thirty, two o'clock. Right. So how would you even ask a dude to be home that early? Right. If the club don't even get popping, right? Because he might have left home at like twelve thirty one to get in time. Exactly. You know, for the party to be popping, and then you're rolling in around like four exactly. or five a.m. And then what happens when there's daylight savings time? The sun comes up <laughs> earlier sometimes. You know, right, right, right. delayed sunrise and whatnot. Then you got to get all technical. Daylight savings you know. time in New York, it gets dark at four. But what you do at that PM. point is then you calculate what time the club closes to where they might stop to get something to eat, and then what time Here they should go. be pulling up. Here you go, y'all hear this? You know what I mean? Women like the FBI. I'm just saying. Women like now, nah, y'all worried about daylight saving time? <laughs> just call me Dora the Explorer. You are Inspector Gadget. You are all of that. <laughs> All right, so let's get into these listener letters because we had quite a few, um, but we're going to try to just, you know, go through and see. So I'll, I'll read the first one out uh, loud. Okay, go ahead. Man, y'all be sending some stories, but at least it gives us context. That's great. Yes. All right. The first one is, what can I do and how can I go about gaining my boyfriend's trust back? I recently found out that he had trust issues before we even started dating. But with that, I've added to his trust issues with different scenarios and situations. Mm. But the most recent was having sex with someone from the gym that we go to Mm. together. Mm. Yikes. I've apologized numerous times, and I get that I'm sorry does not do much. Nope. I've even tried explaining why I do what I do, which doesn't seem to make sense once spoken out loud. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, uh, Yo, that's stop heckling funny. her I'm not heckling that's <laughs> mad funny I don't know what makes me interested in other people for a quote unquote moment because it isn't a reoccurring situation it's usually a one and done thing for me I need help with getting my man back exclamation point sis you got a couple oxymorons going up and going on up in here first of all she said it's a one and done thing for me but then again you said to add to it, his trust issues with different scenarios and situations. So this is multiple there's, times. There's, there's plural, so there's S's on that. No, because I mean, because it's one and done with that person. Right. But she's been interested in different people. I mean, maybe monogamy is just not for her. I was just about to say that. Cut this man loose and set him free. You already knew he had trust issues beforehand. Before you started dating. And now you're just adding to it. And you're just compiling on this already somewhat broken man who has issues with trust. You're now compiling on that. Or she can look into having an open relationship. You can. If she's if, if he's she's, open to that. Right. Or if she's open to letting him be with other women. Right. Because she clearly wants to be with other men once in a while. Right. So maybe that might work for them. Right. Because it's not a moment for you, sis. You, you said see, you're interested in people for a moment. Yeah, for, for a moment. Like, maybe she wants to have sex with that guy for a moment. In but that she's moment. Not, she's not interested in continuing the relationship. It's just several men. See, and this is my thing. We're so conditioned to only exist in relationships one way. Right. That may not be healthy for them. Absolutely. They need to find a way for them to exist together. Now, here's another thing. He keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. So clearly he has some sort of love for her. Right. Because he could easily choose to leave, but right. he doesn't. Right. So maybe they could find a way where they could coexist in this relationship mm-hmm. as long as they're honest with each other. Absolutely. That's the thing. And it seems like she's being honest. And that's that's why I feel kind of bad for her because she is being honest. Right. And people are going to clown her, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it doesn't sound 
doesn't seem to make sense when it leaves my mouth. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it makes sense to everybody else. Right. Because she could she, she could essentially be having these one and done relationships if she knows that there's not going to be any kind of future keeping in touch, you know, furthering of these relationships. She can technically go do her thing and then keep it pushing. She doesn't have to necessarily be honest about it. Right. She she doesn't have to be honest about it. Right. So but she clearly chooses she, to be. she tells him. Right. I mean, she tells him or unless she, he finds out. Right. But either way, even when when he finds out, he tells she says how she feels. Like mm-hmm. you can you have to respect someone who's going to live in their truth, whether you agree or disagree right. with what their truth is. If they're willing to own it, right? You know, Absolutely. you got you got to respect it. Right. Now, she seems to want to take take control too of her sexual freedom, which is perfectly fine as well too. I mean, there there is the double standard for men and women, but there are a lot more women that want to take control standard? of their sexuality. Go ahead and give them the lock What's and the key. Standard? Give them the lock and key. Uh, okay, I'm going to give you the, guys the lock and key analogy. <laughs> All right, and, and, and I'm not. I, go ahead. My my analogy don't make sense. Y'all could tell Deval if this analogy makes sense. So let me let me preface this by saying this, okay? We discuss all the time about the greatness of being a woman. And I applaud women all the time. I, I applaud women all the time. Giving birth, reproductive organs, how women are the vessels of life. We talk about this, right? Mm-hmm. So their bodies should be treated as such, right? And then when I say this, all the women are like, yes, the vow, yes, you understand. But then whenever I say the lock and key analogy, they get mad. You can't have it both ways, all right? If you're going to applaud that, then, then here's the lock and key analogy. If in life, women are the locks and men are the keys because the keys open a lock, right? You want to lock up what's down there. This is sacred. You lock it up, right? If you are a key that opens up many locks, you are what? <laughs> A master, <laughs> master key, key, right? Your master key is a great thing, that master key. But uh-huh. if you are a lock right. that opens up for a bunch of different keys, you just a shitty lock. <laughs> Every time Think I hear about that it, analogy, though. I Think about it. laugh. Think about it. If you, if you had a lock that everybody could open up their lock with their key, that lock ain't worth shit, right? But it's still your lock, so you appreciate the fact that you even have a lock to begin with. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is when we talk about the double standard, <laughs> yeah, there's a double standard. Women, clearly. women can't be upset when they say, when when women say, "Well, we are the vessels of life, and we are greater than men because we do this." If that's the case, and that's the standard you have for yourself as women, you should keep that same standard when it comes to spreading your greatness to everybody. Now, if you choose that you don't want to be nobody's vessel to create life. And you want to have sex with multiple people? Own that. It is what it is. Yep. Ain't no and judgment here. If that. that's what you want to do, and there's nothing sis, wrong with that. That's what you there's want to do. But you got to be honest. You have to. And say that that's what I want. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? No, I I, I completely get that. I just don't know how she's gonna get her man back because it seems like she's asking for help, and I I can imagine for him, especially because she had sex with somebody that's in the gym that they both go to as a man he's gonna have to now look at this guy or you know the guy's gonna know that you know it's tough because the guy's gonna know like i definitely had sex with this woman and her man be coming to the gym like yeah he's gonna be saying my key opens your lock (laughs) not her lock is shitty (laughs) (laughs) according to the vow my this is my thing too because women say this women say this all the time to men if you're gonna do dirt don't do dirt where you sleep Mm-hmm. Right, I've heard that before. They don't do the, don't do dirt there. Yep, because women often say to men all the time, "I don't want to look at a chick that you had sex with." So even if she is gonna make those decisions, why not just make those decisions elsewhere? Elsewhere, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I think she just needs to be honest. And the thing is, being honest to that person is the hardest thing, mm-hmm. mainly because you just don't want 
to hurt their feelings. But it's your life, boo. And it's his life as well. And in honesty, you then give the person a, a choice. choice. Yeah. I always say that. You give so the I person can. a choice. Don't take his choice away from him, sis. Let him decide if this is where he wants to be and it's something that he can tolerate, that he can put up with. If he can't, you may just have to let that go. That's a good point. Let it go. Let it go. Let's go. All right. Question number two. What's well, another woman? You want to read it because it's another woman? No, it's fine. We can switch back, back and forth. Okay. I'm a 30-year-old woman who has been married for almost four years. My husband and I have been together for 11 years overall, and we have three kids together. Sounds familiar. My husband has known for some time that I am bi-curious, even though I would never admit it. Well, last year, I finally started to feel more comfortable with my sexuality, and I told him that I wanted to explore. Initially, we were just going to have a threesome, but I didn't want that. I didn't want... I didn't think that I should introduce another woman into our bedroom without being sure that I was wholly into women and not just a fantasy of being in being with a woman. So I explained to him that I want to explore on my own first. He was fine with it until I actually started talking to different women and I actually linked up with the one woman a few weeks ago. Nothing sexual happened between us, but we're definitely interested in one another. I'm starting to sense a little jealousy from him as of late, and he just flat out told me he isn't sure about all this anymore. I don't think he actually expected me to find someone, especially considering how shy I can be. At first, he was all for it, but now he's having reservations. What are your mm. thoughts on this? Should I have experimented when I was younger before we got married? Should I just let all this go? Ah, <sighs> he is me and I am him. Uh, not in exactly. I'm not bi-curious. I mean, true. You're not. But just... <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. Sorry. Now you're going to look at the rumors you started. Oh, See, no. See, now you start rumors. All right. So DeVal's not bi-curious, guys. But we, we can definitely relate to this feeling of... We can relate to this to feeling this of... Situation. We've been together a long time. And I'll give you all the situation really quick. Yes, we've we have together. a kind of almost parallel situation that yes. occurred years ago. We've been together a long time. After we got married, we were going through a lot of issues. We were talking about getting separated. Mm -hmm. The issue was that at the time, we both, we had Jackson. And mm -hmm. neither one of us wanted to agree to live outside of having Jackson. So we decided that we were going to try to live together. But separate. But separate. Not and possible. We, we weren't being, we weren't intimate. <laughs> right. So I was like, yo, okay, so if we're not going to have sex and we're supposed to be separate, am I, you know, what, what can I do? And she's like, Devout, do whatever you want. So I was like, no, Kadeen, listen. I'm going to ask you, seriously, don't don't just say it. So we had a discussion and she was like, listen, do what you got to do because, you know, we made this decision. Boom. So I'm like, all right, fine. Started talking to a young lady. Nothing sexual happened. Kadeen found out. Lost her damn mind. Lost my my entire mind. And her exact words my were just like this. And it was. It was literally like Deval and I are in the heat of arguments. We're arguing about the same thing over and over again. We can't come to any resolve. We're trying to coexist in a household where both of us were unhappy in that moment. And I was just like, Deval, whatever. Do whatever you got to do. Do whatever you got to do. Not thinking that this Negro was about to pick <laughs> up and start talking to somebody and having conversations. And for me, I know the kind of person Deval is. And I'm like... He's not just going to go out there and do the whole one and done thing like homegirl in the first thing. He don't want it to know you. There may potentially be an emotional connection that happens. And Listen. I just could not risk that all. So I said, you know what? I completely backtrack right now. I am not about yeah, that life. She I told you I'm a thug when I'm ready, but I was not she ready reneged. for that. I reneged. reneged. I reneged. And this is what's crazy to me. It's like when you try to be honest with someone and you tell them how you feel and they say what they think you want to hear. And then you try to move forward 
and then they don't really say how they feel about it and you find out after you've already moved forward, then right. you feel like that's unfair to you. Right. Because I felt like I could have just tried to do it on my own and been quiet. But now me being honest and being open and actually not hiding anything because we had agreed that we were going to try to separate and now this is happening, you you want to take it back. I felt like it wasn't fair to me. Mm-hmm. So with all of that being said, I feel like rather than say what you think he wants to hear, you got to tell him right. exactly how you feel. Which I think she did, but he probably thought, again, she says she's shy, so maybe he didn't think. He's like, yeah, she may find somebody, but she may not. But she actually did find somebody who she was attracted to and connected with. Yeah, but but then she also says, you know, should I have experimented when I was younger or should I just let all this go? Like, I think yeah. it's, I don't think it's, fair to just say let it all go you right. still have your whole entire life right. to try to live yeah. that can build resentment yeah you know you're going to feel unfulfilled and then mm-hmm. you're going to start looking at the other person like i'm doing all this for you what are you doing to fill that gap that i right. i'm feeling because clearly she's missing something well she did mention also to put the potential for having a threesome so maybe right. now that you've met somebody that you like and there's a possibility that you may want to take it a step further with this person it seems as if maybe he was okay with the threesome or he was open to I it. Mean, yeah. So maybe introduce him to her now and the three of you sit down together, see if there's a connection there. And if the threesome life works for y'all, then it may be a thing because you said you weren't sure about the threesome because you wanted to be sure that you were wholly into women. See, if you are, then maybe you, he wants the ability to come in now. And that's the crazy thing, right? Because you and I will sit here and try to give advice, right? But you, it's not easy to just invite another woman into have a threesome. No, you mean as a guy? As, as a guy. No, as a woman. Like, it's not easy oh, for, well, for it's her. Oh, it's different, yeah. think about it. She said mm-hmm. she wanted to meet other women, but she didn't want to bring it into her marriage first. Right. So my thing is she wants to do what she wants to do for her mm-hmm. and not think about her husband. Right. Well, I guess you it wasn't clear here. a little here. bit selfish. Yeah. But, but, but she said we, initially we were going to have a threesome. So maybe he was yeah, receptive but she, to that. but then she put the kibosh on it mm-hmm. because she wanted to make sure she was into somebody. Right. So now you're into somebody. Why didn't she introduce the threesome? Because maybe it's not easy to try to share that with someone right I'm not saying saying? it is I'm just saying maybe the next step would be now that she's found someone and he's feeling a little bit jealous maybe it's just a time thing maybe he's just like well damn you want to spend time with homegirl getting to know her maybe he may feel like it's a time thing where he's just like now I have to split time with this woman you may potentially want to be in bed with right maybe now's the time to bring him in to make him feel included it's just it's, it's very difficult especially with this type of relationship because because she is bi curious mm-hmm. if she's interested in women there's nothing that her husband can do to fulfill that gap right you know what i'm saying there's a void there right. that he's never going to be able to fill right and so, if you're sitting here questioning like whether you should have you know experimented when you when you're younger like you're not younger anymore since yeah, that's, you married that's, so there's, there's no way to there's t- no should have could have what is at this right. point you just have to kind of see what it is moving forward but she should she should see somebody to see like why didn't she explore when she was younger clearly mm-hmm. probably because she felt like she was doing something wrong mm-hmm. she wanted to live the type of life that she probably feels other people wanted her right. to live right. which which is a message to younger people mm-hmm. if you feel a certain way about something discontinue trying to live the way you think other people want you to live. Absolutely. Live the way you want to live first. And then if you meet somebody and you want to share your life with that them, person, yep. then it's an easy way and to do And then it's that. easier to align on those things that we're interested in together right. than trying to conform to right. what it is you think that person wants you to be or likes for you to be or would want you to be. Right. And that's, that's not, so, that's yeah. really not, not easy. It's not easy. It's really I mean, not you easy. are right in, in saying that you know, it may not be easy for her to now introduce this to her husband and say, hey, this is but, what I found. Or but, that conversation, that. But, but that conversation is so difficult. You know, even even you and I being together since we were 18, mm-hmm. when we were talking about separating and things weren't the greatest, 
But then even me thinking about telling you, like, well, we're not together, and I'm I'm still horny, and I want to have sex, and we're not going to have sex, I want to have sex. That's not an easy conversation for me to have with you. Right, nor was it something for me to be able to stomach either. And I'm just like, damn, I... How am I not going to be like, I know there's going to be a void now. So do we continue to just have angry sex because we right. have to have, right. you know, but at that point, we just also, too, we're over each other for that moment right. in time. I mean, there's there's there's, you know, that's how the tide shifts in relationships. Nothing is always good at one point. You know, we have to find ways to compromise. Um, but, but sometimes some things are just not compromisable. And this is how we got through those moments. Um, Kadina and I had some real hard conversations. Yes. And we were honest about Very things honest. we both needed in our relationships. Absolutely. Hearing some of the things she needed hurt me. Mm-hmm. Hearing some of the things I needed, I know hurt her. But at least it gave both of us an option to say, you know what? If this marriage is valuable enough to both of us, let's work on it. Right. And we made a decision that we were going to work on it together mm-hmm. without other people. We were going to try to work on it mm-hmm. internally. And it's been working for us. Yes. You know, it's been working for us. So this was what? About years six ago. years ago? This is yeah. about six years ago? Or five years ago? No. Well, yeah, six, seven. Almost, well, six, seven almost. Yeah. Was Jackson was like maybe a year, year and a half. Yeah. So it was, this so was, it was a, a while ago. It was a while ago. Yeah. But it's like, for, for me, I just realized that there's so much more in, in a marriage than, than just, just sex. sex. That's the, I, I literally and was just thinking the same thing. With with her question. It's crazy how so many questions revolve around it. And that's like the deciding factor of whether to move forward or not. Because sex takes up and consumes so much of people when it comes to relationships. But it really is just a, it's a segment of... A marriage. A marriage. Because marriage has so much other things. But what happens is, is no one wants to openly talk about sex. Yep. And the issues with sex within a marriage. Right. So there's so many people who are married who are going through issues with sex mm-hmm. who don't have anyone they can openly discuss right. it with because it's so taboo. I mean, we've had our conversations about sex, too. I know some people have been like, oh, DeVal's so immature for what he said about being, you know, with the sex uh, talk that we recently had on one of our past episodes. Yeah. You know, and, and they take you being honest from a male's perspective as being immature, but... It's funny, DeVal gets a ton, a tons of DMs from men that are just like, bro, yeah. I'm so glad you said it. I'm so glad you said it. Meanwhile, I was getting comments and DMs from women like, DeVal's so immature for saying what he said about sex and, and how men feel Listen, about it. And it's not an immaturity thing. He's being honest. You can't bash him for being honest at the, the same, same time. For, it's the same thing for women. And it's the though. same thing for women. Because men say to me all the time, chicks just don't get it. Right. Because we're not the same. Right. So men are always going to feel like chicks don't get it. Chicks are always going to feel like men are immature, but then we're always going to try and coexist within a monogamous relationship. It's it's like and how have the sway, same issues. How sway. <laughs> it's not possible. So accept the honesty. I'm happy for you, sis, for being honest with your husband. Maybe see if the next step will be if he's willing to be introduced to this woman who you're now interested in. Yes. And see if that's a possibility include for you him. to include him. If y'all can include him and, right. and the, y'all can make it work, more power to y'all. If that I works mean, for it you. Doesn't it work works for, everyone, for you. But if you guys are happy mm-hmm. and you're honest, get it. Can't lose. Can't lose. All right, we're going to take a quick break. More listener letters coming up after we get into some ads. Stay tuned. This for the record. There it is. A win for the ages. Tiger Woods is one of our most awe-inspiring sports icons. And his story, it comes with many chapters. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior. But here it is. The return to glory. This is All-American, a new series from Stitcher, hosted by me, Jordan Bell. You realize Tiger Woods doesn't know who he is. Best 
in the history of golf. No question in my mind. And this season, with the help of journalist Albert Chen, we're asking. What if the story of Tiger Woods that the media has been telling, what if it's been completely wrong? All-American Tiger is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. And we're back into more list on letters. Um, this is a good one. I'll go ahead and read it. So I've been with my girlfriend for close to a year and a half, and we've been in love with each other from the beginning. And I continue to fall in love with her. I've never cheated on her, and I know I never will, but she is my first girlfriend. And I still find myself being curious about other women out there and having other relationships. I'm actively trying to get my shit together and my fin- finances together While, on the other hand, I feel like she isn't and still depends on her father for a lot. Even though I still feel like I need her, I find myself questioning if she's who I want for a life partner and teammate to build Mm. for a better future. My question is, should I explore my options and build different relationships before committing to one person or continue to build with her while we're young, hoping that eventually she'll start taking the future more serious? Wow. This is, well, this is a very one. mature question for him to ask, which is great. I assume that he's a younger guy. Yeah, it sounds like he's probably in his early 20s. Yeah, yeah. And I think we can definitely relate to this again because it's literally us all over again. All over again. Being together from 18 and 19 years old. Here we are in right. our 30s. Um, and and I struggled with the same thing. You, you really wondering did. if I wanted to stay committed all of this time or if I wanted to explore. And then feeling like, am I making a mistake? My mom telling me that we were being too serious. You know, your parents saying that you were being too serious. You need to focus on your career. Mm -hmm. This is something that happens when you're young. Yes. So do you want to you want to answer? I mean, we can both give our perspective. Um, Well, first off, kudos to you for even foreseeing and thinking about this, because sometimes you get so engulfed and so involved in the relationship that you're in that you don't necessarily think about or plan for the future. And I think it's mature of you to say, you know what? She's been my first girlfriend. And yeah, we're super in love in this moment. But there's a possibility that she may not be the one or we may have to go through this together or we may not be able to. I will say that trying to grow together at a young age and stay together is extremely difficult. Extremely difficult. We are extremely the first-hand account of trying to coexist in a relationship together yeah. because you know that the love is so deep-rooted, but at the same time, it's trying to find yourself as an individual. Like, she's leaning on her father and her family, being able to get away from that. You know, she may not have even reached that level of, you know, thought or maturity in herself to say, I need to now get away from my family and work on myself as an individual. Um, it's, it's, I think Deval and I are really an anomaly in that because we were able to communicate through every phase of our relationship and we were able to, um, really just see what it is that we wanted separately, but that did not happen at first. No, I mean, none of that happens at first. And I think some of the things that he mentioned was her qualities that she lacks, Mm -hmm. right? If if you guys are young, majority of the people you're going to meet at this point in life are going to lack those same qualities, depending on how old you are. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people have that type of foresight and, and financial foresight. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, I learned that the person Kadeen is now as a wife was not that person at 18. I'm not the same person at 18. And if people looked at, <laughs> this was funny, is that people look at me now and say, oh, man, you know, 
Kadeen, you know, what what was the prayer? That's all I see. You know. Yes, I what do was see the prayer that. You used? Sis, give us the prayer you used to get in the vow. I was like, and, I had to pray to stay with the vow, okay? And there was no asked, prayer to get him. Guys <laughs> asked me the same thing, like, yo, you and your wife, y'all doing your thing, man. She seems like, you know, XYZ. And I'm just like, yo, if you knew Kadeen from 18 to 25, right. you wouldn't be saying the same thing. No. If y'all knew me from 18 to 25, you would probably be like, ew. Right. Like, you're like, oh, like, right. he's so mature. He's so this, he, this, and that. Right. When you're at that point in your life, if you're with somebody who you think is going to be worth it to stick with, I would say stick with them. Because the foundation that we've built from those early years until our 30s mm-hmm. has been what keeps us together. That's like the major glue of what keeps us together now. Right. Is it easy? No, it's not easy. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and there were times where we took breaks or we felt like we needed to go uh, possibly explore. And we always found ourselves right back here mm-hmm. together. But there was always a conversation first. Like, yes. I think we need to go our separate ways. And it was never a, oh, I want to take a break because I want to talk to dudes and do X, Y, Z. And just, you know, it was really like, okay, things aren't working right now in this space. Maybe I just need time for myself. And then that, being honest, we were able to then go take our time. Yeah. Even if it was just talking to other people, having conversations with other yeah. people, like I would tell him, don't not do that. Have conversations with people. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But in turn, that would let you know to say, you know what? I've had conversations with XYZ. I've been on a couple of dates. No one compares to the greatness that's that I've found realize. in this woman. And that's how that's you how realize you it. So sometimes those break periods can be healthy as long as it's not abused and it's and, communicated about. And also, because y'all go on a break, you don't have to announce your break. Like, in this yeah. social media era, it's like the minute two people are going through something, it's like right. they have to announce to the social media world that they're going right. on a or hiatus. Or even to just your friends and family. Fa- you don't have to tell anybody. Mm-hmm. If you two decide yep. that this is something y'all want to do because it may be healthy for you, you do it on your own terms. You keep it quiet. Mm-hmm. You move that way. Mm-hmm. And then you get back together. One of the greatest things I've learned from my Uncle Kevin, right, was this. No one... Your friends, family should know who you're sleeping with, even in a, in a relationship or not. Because I remember in college, some of your greatest haters are the people who are closest to you, right? Some of the people who do not want to see you succeed or be happy are the people closest to you. And it has nothing to do with you. Misery loves company. They may be going through something in their own life where they're not feeling great about who they are, where they are in their space. And to see other people be happy may bother them. Kanina and I had a friend a couple years ago, right? When we started doing the social media thing, she can't, She wasn't really a friend. She was an acquaintance. She, she texted Kadeen randomly and said, I'm sorry I've been so distant, but me and my husband were going through some things and seeing you and DeVal be happy really hurt me because I was going through stuff in my marriage and I couldn't really be around it. Kadeen was like, damn, should I feel a way? And I was like, no. Right. At least she's being honest and telling you that she distanced herself from us because she couldn't she couldn't take being around us being so happy at the point. Mm-hmm. But then that also shows you that sometimes when people are going through things, something you did had nothing to do with you. It's them. Mm-hmm. So don't share everything with everybody. Absolutely. I agree with that, Deval. But I mean, you know, to, to answer his question, I think if it sounds like you're young, bro, I think you should go out there and you should meet people. Ain't no shame in just going out there developing relationships and friendships with people you have to kind of be out there and and know what you want but be open this is she and gonna just, meet people too though just yeah exactly and I have went through that yeah and I, and I mean you should be able to vocalize that to her now you know go ahead and say what it is tell her that you know you're super in love with her it's been a year and a half 
you know, but at the same time, too, you're, you're young and you want to be able to to go out there and, you know. But but just know that I know how men are about their women. Mm-hmm. You say, now nah, I want to take a break because I think I want to explore. She may explore someone that may knock her socks off. Right. And she may fall in love. And now you've lost what you think might have been the perfect person for you. Right. So understand there are risks that are associated with mm-hmm. you wanting to explore. And it may not only be that you find somebody, but she may find somebody. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, people will tell you, go explore, do this, do this. Mm-hmm. And then there are a lot of people who probably explored and are now alone. <laughs> and the person <laughs> Or they're they talking with, about the one that got away. <laughs> that one that got away is so real. <laughs> or it could just be like, you know what? She's made space now to be happy in her circumstance, whatever that is, if it's not with you. And you will now find your circumstance that will make you happy. Imagine that, though. She what? finds she finds space in her circumstance, uh-huh. which means she just want to be alone. Right. And then she starts to grow in her being alone. Right. And now she becomes everything that he wants, but she just wants to be alone mm. as opposed to growing with somebody. Right. And that's but that's the true value in a relationship. Right. You deal with someone's shortcomings. Right. Because you want to grow together. There's a bigger picture. You know what I'm bigger saying? Bigger purpose. Yeah. That's how that's how I would do it. That's Absolutely. how I did it with Kadeen. Because Kadeen wasn't always this perfect. She was a pain <laughs> in the ass. She was mad skinny. She had a big ass head. And like um, I said, I had the foresight to see you growing into yours. So. She was selfish. What else? What oh, else? Gee, well, damn. I'm trying to think about All that else. being said, why'd you stick around then? Because I could see mm. and foresee your greatness before me. <laughs> You see that? See how that rhymes? I like that. I'm a poet. I ain't even know it. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I was, there's a follow-up to that, right? I should have yes. said something. I mean a rhyme, but it happens sometimes. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right, brother. Good luck to you. Um, but yeah, sounds like you're young. Go out there and have some fun, dude. All right. And our last question, because you guys have such in-depth questions that we could talk about for so long. Um, So I just turned 24. And for a few years, I've been getting a lot of questions about when I'm going to be in a relationship or why I'm not in one. I feel constant pressure from my parents and friends, and it's starting to make me feel like something is wrong with me. The thing is, even though I graduated a few months ago with my BA, I just prefer to stay focused on my career right now. I don't even know where to start with dating and relationships, most especially because I've never been in a serious relationship or even been on a date. If push comes to shove, how do I shoot my shot? And how do I deal with the pressure of being in a relationship? Wow. 24 years old and haven't been on a date. So you were really in the, in the book. This is the social media age. In people don't books. know how to communicate no more. That's true. Everything is DMs or they watch people from afar. Right. They don't speak. They don't talk. Right. And I think it's kind of it, it's it's tough if he does if he wants to if he aspires to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, the funny thing is, it doesn't say if it's a man or a woman, so I'm not even sure if it's a male or female. Oh, true. If he or she mm-hmm. aspires to be in a relationship, the mm-hmm. fact that at 24 you've never been on a date, right? That is kind of an al- alarming to a family, right? But if if he or she doesn't aspire to be in a relationship, then Right. Focus on your career. Right. Exactly. It'll happen when it happens. It's funny. My mom would have loved you because my mom was just like, focus on your <laughs> career. Focus on your career. And at 24, if I hadn't spoken to a guy, she'd be like, oh, my goodness, this is great. Listen, um, but I'm you're right. Surprised. We are in a social media age where it's, it's awkward. Having a conversation with somebody is very weird and it's not commonplace anymore for you to just walk into a room or into an establishment and maybe strike up, up a conversation with someone next to you or in the same room. Um, so I don't know if it's for lack of that or if you're just genuinely just not interested. Um, but either way, the constant pressure from family and friends are always going to be there. And we've spoken before about yeah. the societal norm.
norms that people place on everyone that's not so normal anymore. Right. You know, the, the aspiration to be in a relationship or to be married or to have children. We've talked about how that's affected us, you know, this timeline yeah. of when things should happen. I think it's all shifted now. It has. It has shifted. It has shifted now. I mean, there's no timeline for children anymore. There are women having children way later in life because they want to focus on their career. Right. You know, there's so many different ways to, to deal with it. Um. So tell your family, get off your back, yo. Like, if, if, <laughs> yo, get off my back. I'm good yo, chill, over son. here. Chill. I'm stacking these chips. I'm getting my career together. I'm getting focused because whether you're a man or a woman, I don't. it doesn't matter. You may want to get your finances in order. You want to make sure that you are an individual and you have figured out what it is that you want. You know, we've spoken about the flip side of that. You know, you can know what you want and be happy with who you are and then find somebody who meets that. But let me ask a question. As a society, are we changing too much? Because I mm-hmm. remember when we were growing up, right? Mm-hmm. There were there were always TV shows and, and movies and maybe because I haven't watched any kids movies, but mm-hmm. it was always about, you know, the guy and the girl, you mm-hmm. know, and becoming, you know, becoming one. There's always a love story somewhere. Mm-hmm. I feel like now there, there are no more love stories. It's all about the self story. Yes. You know, I did this by myself. I'm worried about me. I'm focused on my star player. So many shows about millennials are just like about the dating scene and the turmoil. There's really like, there There's may no love be love stories. stories in there here and they're inter- inter- intertwined in it, but it's a lot of just like, how am I going to get mine? How am I going to figure myself out? And there are all these different storylines within these shows. You see, but, but also though, the, the underlying agenda in a lot of these things, are is that the same for every community? Mm-hmm. Because every community isn't that way. No, if you look at the millennial, true. the millennial stories, for, well, black millennial stories, it is about the self and doing this on your own. Mm-hmm. But is that is that the same in every community? Right. Uh, no. No. Not across. Yeah. It's not, not it's because not. some communities still value mm-hmm. marriage and still value family and still value the passing down of heirlooms. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So is there an agenda to eliminate that need or, or want for families as right. a way to kind of disconstruct the black family? Right. I wonder that because when I look at all of these TV shows and I see so many black millennial TV shows, there are no black millennial family TV shows. Right. Why not? Why not? I mean, somebody should just pick us up to start one. That's what we've been saying. I, I, hello. Let's talk about the family unit. But but I mean, but, but seriously though, that's yeah. There's a I truth thought about in that. that. Yeah. We are teaching our kids now to be focused on you and yourself and your career. Mm-hmm. But how can we grow as families in right. a community if we're not teaching each other how to communicate with each other? Who's pushing these agendas? Is what you make you think? It makes you think about it. It's a great the question. deeper question. The deeper it's a question. Great question. Well, young man. When and it young comes lady, to shooting your shot, go ahead and shoot your shot. If you're a person who is socially awkward and feel like you maybe don't want to go out there and talk to people, there's dating apps now maybe you could shoot your, your shot through a dating no. app I don't know listen why not there's nothing like good old fashioned walking in a bar and seeing we agree a- because we're, we're we're those kind of people we're outgoing and we can go and strike a conversation with people that doesn't work for everybody though so I encourage gonna, it so what's gonna happen when you get in a relationship and y'all have an issue you gonna send an email no, I'm, I'm not saying that. It's just about breaking other. the ice with meeting someone. He, you know, he or she yeah, said, you gotta, you gotta condition, how do you shoot your shot? But I'm saying you got to condition yourself and learn. And I know I it's different you. for you because you're a young woman. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, young women wait for men to come in and shoot their shot. Well, not me, sis. I was like, uh, you did. I seen no, you did. You did. Like, you did come shoot your let shot. Let me swoop in right now. <laughs> you did shoot your shot. But that's that's what was dope about it. I was like, curry. Listen, I would I would tell you the best way to shoot your shot is to walk up to someone and say, I think that you're... Attractive. Hi, my name is da da da. Would you like to grab a drink? There you go. Simple as that. Simple, Simple. as that. Simple. Look at you. Made it all easy. You see. Or oh, worst case scenario, call Deval, and Deval will like put a little thing in your ear, and he'll tell you what to say. Yeah, you're good with stuff little, like that. <laughs> you're good with you're good with ice breaking. <laughs>
All right. So thank you all so much for the listener letters for continuing to write into us. We try to get to as many as possible, but don't stop. Keep them coming. We'll definitely go through some old ones too. And if we get some good questions, we'll be sure to speak about it. And if you want to be featured as one of our listener letters, email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com. That's D-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com. Yes. You said it right, baby. So this Thank is our last you. episode of the season. It is. I can't believe it went so fast. It did go by fast. It, and we enjoyed every single minute of it. Yes. So, you know, again, guys, thank y'all so much for all of the engagement that we've had on social media, on Instagram, yes. for people tagging us in stories. It's been amazing. So what is your final moment of truth of the season? <sighs> moment of truth for the season. Wow. I would say my moment of truth is speaking my truth yes and how important that is yes and not just for me as a form of venting or a form of quote-unquote therapy for us but just not knowing the power in sharing your story yes and how people can relate to that and how people can engage with you and how it creates a normalcy around quote-unquote problems that you have yes when you realize and you know you know what sis bro you are not the only one And I think there needs to be more of that. There needs to be more dialogue about different situations that were once taboo or people don't like to speak about. Thank you all for giving me this platform to be able to share my stories and my feelings and my thoughts, as well as, you know, Deval and ours together as a couple, but also as individuals. Because sometimes there were scenarios that it wasn't necessarily women agreeing with me. There were men that agreed with me. But in my truth, I'm able to speak about the way I feel, um, the things that affect me, how I view certain things. And then in turn, people, listeners realize, you know what? Kadeen's going through it. Deval's going through it. Everyone's going through it. And the relatability, it makes you feel like you are normal. And it happens. And it's life. So thank you all for that. Yes, baby. You are normal. Deadass. I'm I'm normal when I'm ready. I'm (laughs) normal-ish. (laughs) Normal-ish. Well, my, my moment of truth is very simple. It's thank you. Thank you. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Um... Going out on this journey to to share our truth is nerve-wracking because you hope that it will be accepted. And one thing, like Kadeen said, you guys made us feel very normal. Yes. Getting the texts, getting the emails, getting the DMs saying, hey, we're going through the same thing. It was therapy for us. I know you guys feel like we may help you. But you guys help us. Yes. You help us so much. We appreciate you. Incredibly. We thank you. And we're going to keep it going. Deadass. Deadass. So that's it for season one of Deadass. We love you. We thank you guys. And be sure to follow us on social media because we'll be back for season two. That's I am DeVal. And Kadeen I am on Instagram. Remember, listeners, this is the last episode of the season. So we got to take a break. Spend some time with our family and those three whole boys who are just waiting for us at home. Keep making money moves, etc. All that good stuff. But we will be back in September with new episodes, new guests, new topics. Dead ass. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, review, because we love to hear your feedback, what you like, and what we can improve on. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button. That way, when we do, a new episode will automatically download to your phone. back. I'm Drew McGarry. And I'm David Roth. We have a podcast going on right now as part of the Stitcher Network called The Distraction. That's available everywhere you get your podcasts at uh, Stitcher, 
Spotify, Apple. Go listen right now to the distraction. Right now. It's out. Do it, please. <laughs>